honestly, I always come at things uh, from the point of view of character development. I, I am a sociologist by trade. Right. You certainly developed these two characters. I'll tell you that much right now, Mom. Hello, and welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm William, and I don't see my big sister Kristen anywhere around here. And that's kind of the point. It turns out that we had a sick day this week. Kristen had to call in sick. Feel better, Chrissy! So, what's the show gonna be this week? Well, everybody, I'm gonna take you back in time to something that very few people, I think, have ever heard. We've mentioned on Guide to the Unknown a handful of times that Kristen and I used to do a different podcast. Uh, way back, about 10 years ago, we started a show called Book Club Schmook Club. The entire point of the show, it was a book review show. So every couple of weeks, we'd have read a book and then come together and talk about it. Obviously, we eventually stopped doing that show because we both sort of realized, one, it was a lot of work. And two, we really only cared about the scary books. And that's partly what brought us to Guide to the Unknown in the first place. But Book Club Schmuck Club was running for a really long time. I think we did that show for about four years, all told. And just like now, Book Club Schmuck Club had a Patreon. And the Patreon, of course, had bonus episodes. Episodes that only people who were backing Book Club Schmuck Club, or more specifically, our old podcast network, which we called Talk Bomb, would get access to these exclusive episodes of Book Club Schmuck Club. Uh, well, everybody, that Patreon does not exist anymore, and in fact, over the past two weeks, I've been gradually archiving all of the old Talk Bomb stuff, uh, storing it up on hard drives, making sure I've got copies of everything, because I'm a little obsessive about keeping a, a digital record of everything that I do. And so when Kristen called in sick this week, it presented a really interesting opportunity. I took a look at some of these old Book Club Schmuck Club Patreon shows, and I found a few that I think Guide to the Unknown listeners would really enjoy, but one in particular really stood out to me. So if you clicked play on this episode, you probably already know what you're going to get. Kristen and I did a podcast with our mom back in 2017, over six years ago. And on this episode, we talked about a lot of things, admittedly, a lot of things that honestly what you're about to hear is, is going to be kind of like a flashback, even more so than now. We had a tendency to sort of bring our conversations all over the place. But yeah, our mom sat down and watched the first Scream movie to sort of get a sense of why Kristen and I like it as much as we do. And uh, it was interesting. She's not a horror fan. It was fun. I mean, if you've heard the Momster mash that we played the other day, uh, you already know that. Um, but it was so much fun. She had she had a, a wonderfully open mind about the conversation, but understandably had some issues about the idea of her kids, you know, back in 1996, I was, what, 10 years old, seeing this, you know, incredibly intense slasher movie. Um, and so it was a really fun, interesting conversation that I think you're all going to really enjoy. Now, before we leap right into that old show, there are a few pieces of context that I think might be helpful. One, yes, we did have an old podcast network called Talk Bomb. I did a show called Will and Bobby Know Everything. It was my first ever podcast um, that I did with my good buddy, uh, one of my oldest writing partners, Bobby Kester. Uh, we did a spinoff of that show called Studio Rejects, where we would read scripts for movies, unfinished drafts of things like Prometheus, before Damon Lindelof came in and got rid of the Xenomorph. 
And yeah, Book Club Schmook Club was the the third that rounded it out. So you're going to hear us reference other shows and stuff. You're also going to hear me talk about um, this Scream script that I wrote. Evidently, when we released this episode, I had just written um, what I called How I Would Reboot Scream. And so you're going to hear me talk about like, here, you can go get it on my website. And the website doesn't exist anymore. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter. And I don't use that Twitter handle anymore. It's not even called Twitter anymore. Um, so a few things are definitely outdated, but I think the conversation is a lot of fun. And again, this was on an old, old Patreon that, I don't know, maybe a couple of dozen people backed at the time. So very few people have ever heard this conversation, let alone these other shows that I've now got fully backed up. Um, but so I hope you enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. And uh, without any further ado, uh, let's see what our mom thought of Wes Craven's magnum opus, Scream. Hello, welcome to Book Club Schmook Club. This is Kristen. This is William. And we have a very special guest on the show this week. Who, who is this? Who could it be? My name is Kathleen Ann Elizabeth Dunn Rogers. I've wow. given birth to both of these geniuses. Whoa! Whoa. Confirmation uh, 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 name in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's like how that's like my long nickname. Yeah, totally. <laughs> William Kenneth Bill Don Rogers. <laughs> so you have one of those as well. I guess that's where I get it from. <laughs> and uh, mom is on the show for a very special reason. Yes. Uh, if you guys are listening to this and you already know this is an off book show, uh, this is to tide us all over until next week when we're going to be reading The Casual Vacancy by J.K. Rowling. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're just here to, to talk about whatever we want. Shoot the breeze. And what do we like, William? <sighs> Scream. We do. We yeah. do. Well, at least two of the three of us do. Yeah, uh-oh. Uh, there's a decent <laughs> chance that if you're listening to this, then you already know, either through the other podcasts on Talk Bomb, Will and Bobby Know Everything, or the recently revived Studio Rejects mm -hmm. on Wednesday. Is that going to be a one-off, or is it like recently revived, like... <sighs> Probably just a one-off. Yeah, yeah, it just, yeah. It, Whatever. You can always just do it whenever you feel like it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, to me, nothing's ever, like, dead. No. I'm not going to, like, cancel a show. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm not a network executive. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Uh, it's probably just a, a one-off. Although cool. there is a script for the movie It that uh -huh. just got leaked for what it would have been had a different filmmaker made it. Oh, really? Yeah. Who is playing Pennywise in It? I'm not familiar with the actor. It's oh, like yeah. a young, younger guy. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Young up-and-comer. Yeah, yeah. He's getting okay. a start. Yeah. I didn't watch the trailer. I I am not doing that. I'm telling you. Will in our secret Facebook group, which you can find by searching Book Club Schmook Club on, or yeah, that'll make it come up. It's Book Club Schmook Club podcast. Yeah. Um, if you look for that on Facebook, you can find our group where we talk about stuff and Will um, put up the trailer and he knows I really, really, really don't like clowns, but I've been trying to <laughs> do exposure therapy on myself and not look away from clowns as quickly as usual. Yeah. How is that it going seems, it, it seems to be going pretty well. Exposure therapy, mm -hmm. looking at clowns. Yeah. Do you just Google clowns periodically? <laughs> they come up more than you would think, so no, and I just don't like quick whip my, well, I don't whip my head. I don't whip my eyes down as fast as I usually do. I give it a beat. Yeah. And I'm like, All right, I don't care for that, but that, but it's fine and I'm okay and I just look away. Fair Is enough. it any kind of a clown? How about um, a clown no. with a red nose? Yes, that's what I don't like. Mimes are okay. I mean, I don't like them, but- I can handle them. Yeah. Um, what else is okay? And yet you're fine with the Joker. I would say the Joker is okay. Yeah. It's like a traditional circus clown. But which right. Joker are you okay with? Was it Jack all of Nicholson them. or? All of them. They're all fine. Cesar Romero is the most like clown-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clown prince of crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, all the jokers are fine. So that makes you wonder that you know what that begs the question: yeah. is it the nose? There's like a sliding scale of clowniness. I I have no idea where you're at because hmm. even the it clown. I mean, he's a circus looking clown, but it's in the new movie, clowns I don't like. Have you yeah. seen any of the designs of him? I just saw just the thumbnail for the trailer that you posted in the group where okay. there was like a balloon obscuring his face, right? And then just his like creepy mouth below it, and I was like, nah, okay, yeah. Okay, I, ha- I have to ask about okay. baskets. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 oh! The, the show, Zach Galifianakis yeah, yeah, yeah. show. Because yeah. I just watched, I I binged on maybe three or four of them, basically because I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, secondarily, because I can't believe that somebody is actually producing that and putting it on the air. <laughs> I heard has, it's so good. It has moments that are moderately entertaining, which is a lot to say. Yes, because there's much more I could say, which is that it's kind of disappointing. Hmm. But I uh, was wondering how you felt about him. I I don't he, love. He could be a clown in just about any situation, and he's not wed to his nose. <laughs> True. I love Zach Galifianakis. I would like to clarify. I don't love looking at baskets. Yeah. Well, I'm is, only peripherally aware of it. <laughs> I've heard that it's great, though, and I heard Louis Anderson's amazing. See, and that's the other reason I wanted to see it, because yeah. I want Louis Anderson to do To well. succeed. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I think any guy <laughs> who had like 11 brothers and sisters and- uh, Is that right? I didn't yeah. know that Louis Anderson was like so high on your radar, like that you knew not only of him, but like you knew his, <laughs> you like, know, his family life. history. <laughs> I have, I do have a, a, an odd talent for remembering nuts things like that. Where I, do you I think? Just, well, I just brought. I told Will I brought a copy of Entertainment Weekly here tonight. Uh huh. And I just got the subscription because it's it cost me like a dollar a year now. Oh I have man, no, it's like a nickel a day. Thank you, and <laughs> it was a no brainer, so I had to get it. So what would I, that be? You would, I don't know. you would, you, in twenty days, you'd pay a dollar so it's less than that it's less than a penny a day because there are 365 days in a year that's right it's less than a third of a penny a day that's, that's not right. bad i love entertainment weekly actually although i have to tell you that the quality of the paper has not gone down uh-huh. quality of the, the paper, paper not quite as thick not oh literally quite as glossy oh. truly truly but i admire them for surviving and reaching out to a schlub like me who has no embarrassment about shelling out one buck for it wow and as you shouldn't for, for 52 weeks to come but i did bring that tonight because i think i've gotten a lot of my entertainment info from magazines in the past yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah stands to reason yep so i don't want you guys fighting over this you know <laughs> if, well be, because the the push, other point is that there's it's a twin peaks feature oh, that's sweet. on it yeah oh cool yeah I mean, if push- I'll fight you for it, <laughs> all right. Well, Rochambeau. Oh God! All right. Well, then you win. <laughs> um, <laughs> weird. So, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do it. Probably not. I would I, really I, like I, to. The audiobook, I've looked up the audiobook. I've. If you want to have it. like a guest co-host, forty for- hours is how long it would take to listen to it. If you want to have a guest co-host for that episode of Book Club Schmo Club, you can. I can donate. That's it. a bummer. Yeah, but I just can't do it. <laughs> the non-Kristen episodes. Yeah. That'd be weird. But if you really want to read it, then I don't want to get in your way. Well, I, I might just do it on my own and tell you I'm about it at some noble. point. I'm that noble. Yeah. <laughs> you do have a streak of nobility. I do. But I also think you would be doing yourself a disservice. You should be able to talk about the glory that is your involvement with Twin Peaks. Wait, we're talking about... What? We're talking about <laughs> it. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking about Twin Peaks. No, oh, no, no. TP, not it. I yeah. say. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you have to <laughs> visualize the letters, you are correct. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about what we are uh, here yeah. to discuss. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, uh, uh, and you can find it online right now at www.thehauntedsponge.com slash scream. Uh, I wrote a six-page opening uh, scene script for how I would reboot the MTV series because they've announced that that is exactly what they are doing. I'm an aspiring writer. I'm uh, uh, trying something kind of experimental and different mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of, I don't know, giving it a shot and putting it out there. So yeah, you can throwing go... your cowboy hat in the ring. Yeah, exactly. My Will Rogers cowboy <laughs> hat. I have a little bit of the old boy in me. Yeah. Just not the rope tricks. Giddy up. (laughs) (laughs) So you can literally go read my script right now. Yeah, it's Uh, really good. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. I want to watch it. I want to produce at least one of the images Uh from it, the the final image that I have where there are like cop car lights shining off the ghost face mask on the street with blood running uh, uh, around it. Yeah. I want to at least see that. Yeah, well, we know some illustrators. I know. I know. And it would be like... For me, because I have no no like realistic expectations mm-hmm. that this would lead to something, but it's a it's a worthy exercise, totally. I think, and an impulsive try at something different. Yeah, it's worth uh, a shot. I would like to have that image even just as a keepsake of the time that I tried something weird and new. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I watched the um the first scream last night. I yes. actually paid for it. Yes. So that is why <laughs> that is why uh, you are on the show, Mom. Mom uh, uh, texted me and said that she wanted to see it because we were talking about it so much. Yeah. And I offered, do you want to watch it with me? You said no. You wanted to uh, give it a <laughs> shot on your own. And so uh, you're here for your review and for a little discussion. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I have a couple of impressions about it. Number one, I knew at the end of the movie that that guy, Billy, the guy who ended up having sex with... Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Spoilers for a 20-year-old movie. I think, I think <laughs> Whatever. Fine. I don't know. I'm just sensitive to that stuff because some people are. I don't know. You have to get over that. I, no, I, <laughs> it's nice, but they have to get over it. A 20-year yeah. movie. Come on. 20, you can't be upset if you hear about the no. end of a 20-year-old movie now. All right. But it, it looked like he had um, Robitussin down his shirt. Yeah. It wasn't well, blood. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a fake stabbing to. So I knew. I knew that something was up with that. Really? That's I like. Did. That's what knew? tipped you off? Oh, yeah. It was giveaway. It was not a blood color. Everybody else had like a dark blood color. That's awesome. That's one of those things that on a secondary, like when you go back and watch the movie again, that's the thing I, I think stands out. But on a first watching, that's supposed to be just a shocking moment. That's amazing. So that's good. some Sherlock shit, Mom. It is. Thanks, Chris. Good catch. Welcome. I mean, one of the one of the great things about that movie is the whodunit aspect of yeah. it, where if you don't know the ending, and I guess you didn't going into it, you didn't know who the killer no. was. I no. Uh, you're you're meant to watch it, wondering who could it be. So you found a big clue. I well, did. Well done. I wow. Did. And I had gotten over the initial disappointment about the Jiffy Pop on the stove, which had not been removed. I knew it was going to burn. (laughs) (laughs) And it was bothering me that Drew kept leaving it there. Well, she she was busy. Yeah. Yeah, but then she would go and she would flip the little cardboard top of the Jiffy Box Jiffy Pop. She was tending to it first for a little while. She was looking at it, but she was distracted. I know. But the biggest, lousiest moment for me in that movie really was seeing her hanging Mm. and going back and forth. And I told Will last night that everything from there on was was a breeze. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) Yeah. That was the most upsetting part of it. I didn't love seeing her boyfriend on the patio. But 
after that, I could handle just about everything. And everything was anticlimactic for me. Oh, really? After that moment where she was, you know. That's interesting. Do you think Dancing in the breeze. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think you've watched a horror movie by yourself, like, ever? Yes. I just thought to myself, I don't like the idea of you watching this by yourself last night. The only reason I did it is because I, my first thought, Will did offer to come over and I was thrilled. And I, if you remember, I said, oh, I'd love it if you'd come. Yeah. And then I always feel guilty. I don't want to bring you away from anything fascinating that's going outside of my purview. So I thought, okay, I can be a big girl and watch it by oh, myself. Oh, is that why? I yeah. thought I thought you didn't want me there. No. Almost as like I would be because <laughs> I know that I know that yeah, well part of your thing with the movie was you were horrified that I saw it at 10 years old. Well, that's the thing. So I thought that you would have a hard time watching it and divorcing yourself from the idea that I Saw it as a kid. If I was in the room, like when we uh, when we watched Batman with mom, and she was like, "Oh my god, you guys watched this when you were kids." Batman? We watched Batman like the Michael Keaton version, like I don't know, last year or maybe the year before with mom and dad, and mom just kept being like, "Oh my god." Oh my God! It you guys watched this when you were kids. It, I thought it was like a fun movie. I really thought, it was. Like when Uncle Bingo got the check, Mom was like, "Oh my God! Oh yeah. my God!" Everyone remembers when Uncle Bingo got the check. <laughs> I always thought that I was on the job. Okay, you were, and obviously, no, I was out to lunch because I said to Will, "How did you get the money?" To get to see right. Scream at age ten, or let's say you were really mature, eleven. I didn't buy it for you. No, I don't think I, I really don't no, I don't I don't think that you did. And I don't think that I went out and bought it and or stole it. I really think that it must have been something that kids were talking about. Oh, it totally was. I, I, I mean it really can't be understated that this was a, a huge movie. Overstated. It no, no way. It can't be overstated. What did I say? Understated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh but like it it really was the first movie of its kind, not just a horror movie, but the fact that it was really taking I felt I and I still feel like it was taking like the horror aspect serious, that it was pretty funny, that it was a horror movie about horror movies. Kids were talking about it. Well, so that's I may have found it through a friend. That's why I think you liked it. Because yeah. it you know, something like Psycho. Right. When that came out, I was a little too young to have seen it. Um, in the movies, uh, but I think that seeing it now as an adult, and they avoided showing any um, any actual stabbing. Right. I think that made it scarier. This was kind of anticlimactic for me for a couple of reasons, not the least of which is that everybody was pretty much dead. Yeah. By, by the time that Robitussin boy tumbled down the stairs, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I was looking at David Arquette. Mm. Goofy, doofy, funny face. He really <laughs> was funny. I did not recognize Courtney Cox initially. Oh, really? I really didn't. Um, she kind of has a new face now. Uh, that's true. Yeah. She doesn't really look the same. Yeah. This yeah. was a while ago. But um, anyway, I just, yeah, my let's get over it. I did not like the fact that my child, my little boy, was <laughs> watching something about people having sex for the first time. And that was part I think of it that too. That's, I think that stuff probably went over my head though at ten. Well, thank God. You know, I, I think that I think that the things that I was interested in the movie was that it was. I, this is also like a goofball thing. I was talking about this with Allie the other day. In the nineties, I thought that I was Generation X. Like I thought that I was, um, like the the modern youth ish. Like I thought that I was as old as the kids in this movie when mm-hmm. I was ten. Uh, I wanted when I was when in in like the mid nineties I wanted nothing more than to be 
like an 18 year old, like young adult in nineties culture. I, I was all about it. I loved it. Um, same. And so I think that watching this movie, it some of it was like, I really like the friendships that people have in the movie. I think it's, I think it's interesting the way that people talk to it. I mean, yes, there's like the cornball over the top, like quippy dialogue, but I, I genuinely felt like some of the relationships were real. Um, so I think that I related to it on that level and the weird horror stuff. Uh, but like, okay, last point from, I, I don't think I got a lot of the drama. You until were I just, was older. you were just barely out of the fourth grade. Yeah. Okay. So you, you know, <laughs> talking about relationships and peer stuff and all that. So I would have thought that it went right over your, well, it probably did. You probably liked that later when you kept yeah. watching it later. I At think the time I, it was probably just like, whoa, cool. Scream whatever. is one of those movies yeah. that like I, I watched it as a kid and, and wa- continued watching it growing up and the movie kept changing as I would watch it as I got older. Um, yeah, but for sure, just to start, I just thought that it was a cool movie that was doing something new that okay. was exciting. Well, and that's good. Yeah. And so I like hearing that. Yeah. I just can't think of a m- movie that I've seen 20 times unless <laughs> it was like Gone with the Wind or Gone with the Wind. Right. You know, or maybe <laughs> it's a lot of hours logged. Maybe The Godfather. Right. Yeah. Uh, what else would it be? Hmm. Oh, a lot of Woody Allen before, you know, he was <laughs> creepy, you know, <laughs> well-known creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was undercover creepy. I'm right. sure. Yeah. Not even that undercover though. No. Like all his movies are, well, no, just cause all of his movies are like about a teenager who's attracted to like him. Yeah. <laughs> you know true. what I mean? Yeah. So kind of undercover hiding in plain sight perhaps well, manhattan come on it's it's, it's you guys know it's what all... i'm talking about Man- manhattan is classic it's because yeah, since gross. he's the main character like you come to expect in a lot of movies that there's gonna be a romantic subplot yeah but it's... does it have to be a 16 year old no but I... who thinks who... he's cool at 40 wait is that in... what manhattan yes is? yes what? yeah yes she's in school and stuff and he's like a 40 year old woody allen what he, he meets her at a soda shop to break up with her yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> Why didn't I know this? I don't know. Manhattan. I guess you haven't seen Manhattan. Because you were That'll watching do it. Scream. No, I think I saw it. I may have, yeah. I may have <laughs> like, enough of this. Back <laughs> with more Scream. What will comfort me? Yeah. Scream. So, so all right. Robitussin boy. So now I want to know, uh, for, forgetting that I saw it when I was 10 and that it's alarming to you, you watched it now uh, as an adult <laughs> and uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Let's go Roger Ebert. Uh, how do you feel about oh, it? Oh, he's dead. Yeah, so you're let's right. not go full Roger Ebert. <laughs> yeah, let's maybe hold back a little bit. Who's alive that we can? <laughs> Richard Roper. Yeah. Okay. No, he. No, Gene Siskel died. That's oh, what you're okay, thinking of. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Well, I think I told you last night because we were writing one another. I think I found it somewhat entertaining. Um. Really, after I got over that initial Drew Barrymore thing, and it's not that it was Drew Barrymore per se, it was that she was trying so hard and was so dim-witted yeah. uh, to lock the house and and not have, have anything horrid happen to her. After that, I was looking at Henry Winkler, kind of into that. You know, I can't, because his career obviously had been better at one point and really was not rollicking then. No. Nor has it really since. Eh. I eh. Now he's kind of like stunt casting. He's like one of those people that you cast <laughs> just because he's Henry Winkler and everyone mm-hmm. knows him. Well, he's also doing... At com- the time, it was kind of a joke. 
but he's doing commercials for reversible mortgages for people that are 70 years old. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So, um, no, I, I thought it was entertaining afterwards. I was proud of myself for having uh, watched <laughs> it as a symbol of my undying love for you, trying to understand you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel you understand me better? I am, I am less threatened. By Will. <laughs> and I think I'll be pulling back. By the idea of this movie after having seen it. I was thre- I, I found it threatening because you were so all in on it. Yeah, I think I, I, I have a, a, a pretty hardcore tendency to oversell threatening stuff. Threatening is the wrong word, okay? It wasn't threatening. I, I just was concerned because I couldn't understand why. Like Allie wrote something about you the other day, my husband – was has been into this movie for a long time and and I just thought, wow, how many people know this? I, I, I couldn't give a reason for why you loved it until I saw it. Now I see the humor and I see the plot twists and I see the fact that it could be something that a teenage kid gets into. Yeah. Well here's here's a question then. Do you have a single ounce of curiosity for what happens in Scream 2? I, I am struggling right now. <laughs> you can be totally honest. If if the answer is if it's, no, if I don't want to see. I would never want to see any more of this. Then that's the answer. No, I think that I should. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. But that's what it comes you don't down have to. to. I feel like I should. You know, if it's three ninety nine per rental, I'll do it. If I have to buy anything yeah, more but, than three ninety nine, no, I shouldn't. Right. Well, my thing is, you don't have to buy it even when yeah. it is three ninety nine. Do you have it here? Yeah, of course I do. But you also just don't have to watch it. Like, yeah. what the hell's the difference? It's my not the my key. answer is on it because I think that we're keeping it very much on the level of like this is a movie that Will likes, but it's on not the, the level key of to like, understanding Will. No, not at all. And my question Especially is more Scream like too. on the level of like you watch the story of like a uh, 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 girl that's being stalked by a serial killer. Do you have any interest in seeing where that story progresses? No. Yeah, there you go, and <laughs> that's that's my question. I I like happy. Happy, happy. Yeah. I, just, I was watching yeah. Grace and Frankie before I came over here. Oh, I've heard that's delightful. It I've is. seen a few episodes of that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My friend Susan loves it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's more of my speed. Okay. I like watching things that you guys are interested in, and that's why I watch Well, it. then this, I think, is is your opportunity to say, hey, great. I tried it. I gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. I, I can see what there would be to like, but I didn't like it. And that's a completely valid viewpoint. There is no need for me to say it. You just said it. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> so um, uh, I wanted to, I kind of talked about it a little before before we started recording. So I've been sharing my script online. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I'll say that the, the vast majority of people who um, like tweet back at me or whatever, say that they they liked it. Or I've, I've had like a good amount of people tweeting at MTV telling them that they should read it. Yeah, it's awesome. And I don't think that that is something that can happen. I I think there is like a hard, fast rule for the most part about you're really not supposed to read unsolicited scripts. Yeah, did you ever look up anything about where to send it directly? Yes, Mm -hmm. I've taken a couple of others. I put it, I've now, I've got it hosted on The Blacklist, which is a screenplay website. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's an experiment. It's it's $25 a month to host a script there. And my thing is really just like a small... Like, like it's, it's what I wrote is really just like a teeny pitch. Yeah. So it probably doesn't really belong there, but I've decided $25 is a valid experiment for one month to see if anybody looks at it. Um, but, uh, uh, so even though most people have been 
really sort of into it. Genuinely, it seems they like what I wrote. Uh, there have been a few people, uh, and not, not in any crazy, huge, horrible way. Dastardly trolls. Kind of. Kind of, because I've posted it. There's a forum. It's called Reddit. You can post whatever you want. People are able to comment on what you've written, and they can either give it basically a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Real quick aside, is 4chan still a thing? Yeah, but... It is? I'm just curious. Yeah. Because I was like, if everybody from 4chan then filtered onto Reddit because it was done or something, then who, boy, were you in for it? Oh, right. But I guess not. Right. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. no one's Reddit like... can still be pretty gnarly. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, not that anybody, like, really, like, threw stones at me or anything. <laughs> no, I know. But, but like, I would write, uh, here's, here's how I would reboot Scream. And then I've gotten multiple, multiple comments of people being like, let me save you some time. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> And be like, all right, like it's funny, and then and then literally like, and then I'll get like another uh, you know notification. I'll click on it. And it'll just say, "Don't." And be like, all right, yeah. That other guy just said that dork. Yeah, like yeah. multiple, multiple things where Seriously. it's just like on on some because level, it's, it's so perfect. It's such a gem that it can't be buffed anymore. Well, no, I think the I think the point is I think the point is don't beat the dead horse. There are four yeah, movies. Yeah, like Dunzo. There are four of these <laughs> movies. There are two seasons of a TV show and a TV movie. That's a lot. I understand that is a lot point. of scream. I yeah. completely understand their point, yeah. and I think it's a valid one. Yeah. Leave it alone. My where I'm coming from is. They're making it anyway. Mm-hmm, totally. I know how to fix it. That's my And there's still some juice point. in this berry, I think. Yeah. There's still <laughs> some juice in this berry. Still some juice in this you know, berry. Honestly, I always come at things uh, from the point of view of character development. I, I am a sociologist by trade. Right. You certainly developed these two characters. I'll tell you that much right now, Mom. Waka, 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 waka. I would love to know how Wes Craven and his partner, wasn't there a partner? The writer was a guy, his name is Kevin Williamson. Okay, so how did they come up with this? What do they think about it now? Are they both still alive? Uh, one of them is. One of them is. Wes Craven died a few years ago. Okay, and Harvey Fire, F- Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Not, not Firestein. Himself- <laughs> I wish Harvey Firestein. I wanted to scream. say Harvey Brillo. Brils- Brillo. <laughs> Wait, who? No. Uh, I I I had my Harveys mixed up, but in any event, <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Yeah. But yeah. wait, who's Harvey Brillstone or whatever you were gonna say? There used to be this thing for hair called Brill Cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> part of the commercial was a little dapple, do you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, little dabby. A- <laughs> yes. You don't have to use a whole lot of Brill Cream to look really shellacked, right? And I I got that mixed up with Harvey. I was thinking Harvey. Brillstein, who used to okay, work that's... with Gary Shandling. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'm Tedious. seeing it. No, that's okay. So uh, basically, there was uh, the, Kevin Williamson was uh, he was not a he had no connections in the movie industry, but he wrote Scream. Oh. And I don't. I know. I knew the story at one time, like and I could you. easily call it up. Well. He got his script. He wrote a script called Just Scary like Movie. You. Just like you. Just like you. Exactly like me. Uh, he wrote a script called Scary Movie. And then there was this huge bidding war in Hollywood for someone to buy it. Um, everybody wanted it. It became this hot commodity and be- he became like a highly sought after writer. And then Scary Movie eventually was purchased by uh, Miramax. Okay. Who owns Dimension Pictures, okay. which is their like genre publishing company. And through that, they got Wes Craven, who had created Freddy Krueger. Oh. Um, he was then going, he was then attached to direct. And also last night in the movie, 
there was some Joker who was dressed up like Freddy Krueger. Mom, you're very good at this. That was Wes Craven. It was? That was Wes Craven. That was a cameo by you're the director. You're very good at spotting these little things. Cameo well, by the director as his most famous creation. That was so cool. Yeah. That was it. See, that's what I mean. There were it's moments fun. of enjoyment. Well, yeah. then, honestly, it's self-referential, which is fun. I wonder yes. the yes. the the gore and the intensity of the series definitely drops off from here. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to advocate that you watch more. Genuinely, I'm not saying that you should watch more. But the comedy ramps up and the intensity ramps down. Oh, yeah. well, then I would be interested. We could watch Scream Three. Ugh. Why can't Why? I watch Scream? Well, I show? wonder. I wonder now. Well, I mean, you could. But my point is that Scream 3 is the one that I think is out and out broadly comedy. It is. <sighs> the reason you don't like it is because you don't like not the funny. You don't like yeah. the comedy. But humor is so subjective. If you found the jokes in that movie funny, you yeah. would love it. I guess that you're mo- right. it's, it's a comedy. Okay. Yeah. It's not a horror movie. Mom's like, I think it's funny. No, I don't think you will. But if you like that Wes Craven dressing as Freddy Krueger. I don't think it cracked her up. No, but you liked it. That's fun. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Like Carrie Fisher is. Mom's sitting in the dark, just like. (laughs) Carrie Fisher is in Scream Three. She is. Yeah, she has a little cameo in Scream Three. Oh, does she have Gary, her dog? No, I think it was a little early. Perhaps right off screen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something I did not like in Scream One. Could we use the word gutted? (laughs) A little less. I know. You're one of totally the things right. that one of the things that I uh, think happens in Scream that doesn't happen in the next uh, movies in the series, there's a weird thing about hunting in Scream One. Yeah, uh, that I think was part of what made it so frightening. Scream One is a movie that, you know, by and large, could happen. Yeah, totally. Somebody uh, could cut you, cut you from groin to sternum. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, it, it it's not a movie where things happen that are not physically possible, except for Tatum. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Who gets killed in that doggy door? That was <laughs> unbelievable. See that was goofball that was, nuts. That was like laugh out loud. That, that was, was like so Looney stupid. Tunes, Wiley that Coyote. Was so funny. Completely agree. <laughs> so um, I, I am desensitized <laughs> to human suffering. Well, after you see Drew Barrymore, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, the Drew Barrymore part's freaky. I, yeah, I'm surprised I, yeah. that I'm surprised that you uh, uh, weren't hit by anything in the rest of the movie because I feel like at the end when Billy and Stu are stabbing each other in the kitchen, yeah, that's that twisted. is very. Very, they're, uh, they're like mad and the, like the actor who plays Billy, uh, whose real name is Billy Skeet, Billy Ray Trout, <laughs> is Skeet Ulrich's real name. Got him like a trout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have a playful quality to him in any way. He is a very frightening actor in that scene, and it's I think that that dicky. is as every every bit as intense as the opening with Drew Barrymore. Um, um, where was I going? Um, let me think. Hunting stuff? Oh, yeah. There's a weird, uh, you know, they, they, they're they interviewing kids in town and asking if they like to go hunting because mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore's character was gutted, mm-hmm. the word you don't like in the movie. It is like a really gross. It is gross. Yeah. And even uh, Ghostface, up a lot. Ghostface in that first attack on Drew Barrymore, I always thought, and I, I, I've never really heard anyone else uh, point this out, but I think it is true. I, he strategically stabs her so that she can't make a sound. Which is is the kind of like weirdly sadistic planned out. Mm-hmm. It's like and almost smart. It's smart. It's almost like a weird knowledge of anatomy. Do mm-hmm. you not think that somebody has to be weirdly sadistic just from the get go? <laughs> oh, <laughs> this killer was very sadistic. Now I was fine with more everything than, he was doing more up than until you would then. Think, yeah. And then things got wacky. <laughs> I'm 
starting to think this guy is not a good guy. This guy has issues. Yeah. It's not on the up and up. Yeah, good point. But uh, still, I feel like that's not something that you see in other movies. There's like there's a reality to the violence in Scream. Mm-hmm. There's there's something about the violence in Scream that's not like Freddy. Besides Tatum's fake doll head getting smushed in the. Well, yeah, for sure. But like <laughs> Freddy Krueger, you know, if you get stabbed by Freddy Krueger, you can by and large like get back up and start running away. But if Ghostface. Because it's in your dream. Is that why? Well, no. Like, I, I feel like, you know, it's the same thing with, like, um, Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Like, how many scenes are there of you running from Jason Voorhees and he's slowly stalking oh, after yeah, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, And he wounds you and you so keep is, running. Um, is your point about Freddy that he walks after you? I mean, my point is... I haven't really my point seen... Is that, my point is that there's an immediacy to, the to like, the ramifications of violence in the scream. Mm-hmm. Like, you get stabbed and you're almost down for the count right there. Yeah. Because you've been goddamn stabbed. Yeah. Like... And, it's... like, no joke stabbed. But yeah. they're looking... Yeah. yeah. They're they're aiming for the liver. The that's another word that got yeah. used a lot. <laughs> liver really? alone. Liver, liver, liver. <laughs> Whoops, joke. <laughs> Did you really put her liver in the mailbox? Ew, you're right. They do talk about liver they a do lot. Say liver oh a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I was paying attention. Yeah. yeah. I almost brought notes here tonight. Did I would have. I would have loved that. Wait, did you take notes? I did. Really? They're in the core. I would love. Oh, to is see that your... true? I would love to see your scream notes. Can we post a picture of them online? I'm, I'm lying. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> I would have loved that. I was about to put my shoes on and be like, you guys talk for a second. I'll be right back. Yeah. I yeah. thought I'll about it. I'll be right it. back. I... Oh. All right. I'll see you in the kitchen with a knife. I did. I, I thought about it. God. I thought about it. But Never I think, made sense. No. I think you have to know that the depth of my devotion anyway. Right? I was shocked when you said you wanted to watch it to be to Me be too. I was very surprised. I... This is not a movie that... I love you. Yeah. It's not a mommy movie. Yeah, but but there's no requirement to watch it because you love me. Honey, there have been lots of things that were not requirements that I did. Fair enough. Fair enough. This is just so how do you feel? <laughs> how do you... up another <laughs> Put up another one on the big board. <laughs> another one down. Another sacrifice for my children. Take another chunk of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> insane mom will you watch rock of love for me to understand I, me more the brett michaels reality show from 2005 i would do it in a heartbeat honey. okay good you yeah. might like that more yeah maybe <laughs> actually i think you would like that <laughs> yeah um all right is i don't think there's even anything left to to say i think we've just about covered it all probably yeah scream rules scream does rule yeah <laughs> scream does rule uh how do you feel about my uh my script if i can get a, a critique on my on my writing you know, you've always said that Kristen is a really good writer, and you're accurate. She is. Yeah. That's right. I am. It's true. <laughs> Thank you. But you are, in this case as well, a really good – I can see you not stewing over your words. They're just kind of coming out because you're trying to make the reader really understand and see the scene. So I thought that it was a very well done effort. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. very nice. Thank you very much. So you hear that, Hollywood? <laughs> My mommy says it was great. <laughs> Take it all the way to the bank. I'm going to be a zillionaire. <laughs> a new kid on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, so uh, 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 why don't we leave it up to the to the rest of the listening audience? Yeah. Uh, if Our you, fate is in your hands. Yeah. Part of the reason that I'm doing it this way is because I'm enjoying right now uh, being a little bit impulsive and just kind of putting things on the internet to see how they do. So if you like it, I'd really appreciate it if you share it. Cause this is kind of an experiment for me to see if I should continue to do stuff like this to, totally. to put like small, uh, 
little teeny videos and uh, ideas online. Yeah, the video was really well done, too, by the way. Took a long time. Did that take a long time? It's like really well produced. It did. Allie challenged me to film and produce a a video that was two minutes or less, Mm -hmm. and I failed. Yeah, but it's only two and a half minutes. I know. I know. Uh, Mom actually helped me edit that video. I oh, did. Nice. Yeah, I did. I was there. Yeah, cool. that's right. She was my co-director. Part of the whole process. That's yeah. right. There from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember that when you start to see all those zeros at the end of your check. Oh. oh. I won't forget where I came from. Okay, I'll take care of you guys. I'll take care of you. Guys. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. all I'm asking. Uh, but yeah, I, I really would be curious to, to hear what people have to say. Yeah, please give him some feedback. It's really sweet. Yeah. And he can take anything. He can take harsh feedback as well. He Obviously, wants, he there, wants ideas. There, there was one guy who uh, replied, and he was like, "Let me say this clearly: Don't write other people's ID like all what? caps in bold. Write your own ideas." What? And I said, did you have to be that aggressive in your reply? And he goes, I don't know how I can say it any plainer. <laughs> I think that I, I sta- suppose you can. I think I stated my feelings quite plainly. I was like, yeah, I think you did. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> yama, yama. <laughs> I won't argue that. Point. Yeah, I think you've got a problem that's bigger than me putting my little scream script online. Okay. Buddy. <laughs> okay, Mo. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mo. <laughs> uh, Point taken. So I think that's it for us here uh, yeah. on Book Club, Schmook Club this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are going to be reading The Casual Vacancy with us, uh, this is then your I reminder. hope you already started because it's like 18 hours long on audible i know i've seen i will be starting tomorrow Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so uh make sure that you read and or listen all the way through we're going to be talking about it next friday yep and if you have any thoughts about uh this episode uh literally what we've talked about or uh scream the movie or my script the pitch or you just want to talk to us you can do that on the internet i'm at chillin Kristen on uh twitter and instagram i am at haunted sponge as well as Sponge, Sponge, as well as at Will Rogers two thousand. I live in South Plainfield with a dog and two cats. That's right. <laughs> so if you if you guys just kind of cruise around South Plainfield, New Jersey, be on the lookout. Uh, you might find someone who is our mom. It might not be. I think there may be other people who have a dog and two cats. So just you know, be be aware that you may not get the right yeah. person. Uh, but it's worthy worth worth trying. Uh, thank you very much for joining us for this show, Mom. We really appreciate it. Yep, it thanks, was a Mom. lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah. I want to do it again and again and again. Well, we'll do we'll do reviews of Scream 2, 3, and 4, and then you and I will do a, a, a podcast all about the Scream TV series oh, together. Oh, boy. We have our work laid out for us. Yes, we do. I've got a whole like plan for the next five years. And relax, Mo. He's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chill back, Mo. My mom says to leave me alone. Yes, yeah, scram. Buzz off. Listen to my mom, Mo. Who asked you anyway? My mommy loves me. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you guys next week for another show. But until then, good talk, gang. Meeting adjourned. Mommy? See ya. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be ya. Wow. Welcome back to 2023, everybody. What an interesting thing to listen back to i mean i hope you all enjoyed it but selfishly for me it's so interesting and strange to hear i we did that every single week book club schmuck club and i really enjoyed doing it um and i know uh, there are a bunch of people out there who have been with us since those days um but how weird a different sign off it feels like peeking into an alternate universe or something like that 
And a huge, huge thank you to mom, who is always an incredibly good sport. And uh, that was fun. You know, honestly, uh, probably the worst thing to come out of re-listening to this episode is I don't think I ever did make her watch Scream 2, Scream 3, Scream 4, Scream 5, or Scream 6. So maybe we'll have to take care of that. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But I hope you enjoyed it, everybody. And if you did, uh, we're going to be back next week. We'll do a guide to the unknown proper. Uh, fingers crossed. Um, but until that time comes, please consider backing this show on patreon.com slash pod. You know what Patreon is. Number of tiers. Find the one that fits. Get a ton of bonus shows. Um, and we think that you'll really, really enjoy those as well. Uh, follow Kristen online at Chillin' Kristen. I am not at Haunted Sponge. I am at The Myth Traveler these days. Um, you cannot find that Scream script, by the way. Uh, all my old websites are down, down, down. But don't worry, uh, my gears are always turning, and uh, they'll be back online someday in a new in a new format, I think. I mean, this episode should be proof that I do not forget anything that I have worked on, ever. At GTTU Pod, everybody, for more. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. We will see you next week for some prime guide to the unknown spooky goodness. But until that time comes, I must travel back to the netherworld. Go me. And feel better, Chrissy. Oh. And happy six years of Guide to the Unknown. If you're listening, we've been doing this show for six years, officially, as of November 15th, which is also our father's birthday. Happy would-be 89th birthday, Dad. We love you.